I think the the largest shift or change was kind of just I had to add a plus one to everything. Mm. So when I think consider vacation, two paying tickets. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, uh, I gotta consider your time off. You know, I gotta, you know, I, I gotta consider is this something that you want to do? Um, if only just to, I guess, see if this is something we can do together, or if I, I have to figure out a way to make this like a solo thing or do with friends instead. Hey, what it do? It's your boy, Brandon, and I am joined by my amazing partner and co-host. Hey, y'all. It's Yandra. Welcome to The Buffet, a podcast where we continue to give you endless food for thought. We started this podcast to review the questions we have asked and continue to ask each other since we started dating. These conversations will range from lighthearted and comical to serious and deep. We both have backgrounds in counseling and are young Black professionals in the DMV area. We know just enough to come up with the questions, but not enough to have all the answers. You can expect for us to be real, raw, and sometimes spicy. Hey, babe, what are we talking about today? We're talking about making decisions as a couple together. This topic came about from a recent conversation that we had, wasn't it? Yeah, it was from, we was out in, in oh yeah, in Houston, we was trying to plan out, you know, what the, what the plan was, what are we going to do? And I was just like, well, I want to do this thing. And you, you're like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we can take it even further back, even further than that. I don't know which way that I was mm, trying to say bars. that. But before we went to Houston, the decision to even move to Houston is, a joint decision that we had to make mm-hmm. um, that we both had to be on board with and in support of. How would we frame this? So we're talking about the, I guess the importance of, or not, maybe not the importance of, even though it is important, or maybe just like how you make decisions while in a relationship. And do you need, you know, what, what decisions maybe require you may or, may require input from your partner or which decisions are things that you can just kind of make on your own. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that we don't talk about that, this um, a lot in the decision making. I think the, mm, I guess the traditional model, I guess, or the, the model in which most people kind of assume or move through life with the idea of is, or maybe not, maybe not everyone, but definitely perhaps guys, think that you know these type of things is stuff that as a man you have to make like alone mm. i'm kind of like i'm letting you know as a courtesy boy yes, i'm letting you know feel free to like let me know it's pretty much i'm letting you know and i'm 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 letting you know that you can like speak on it but in the in the manner of like if you don't tell me why we shouldn't do it we're going to do it I don't know if I like that. Oh, yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> I agree I, with you. I agree with your disagreement of it. Yeah, I don't think that model works anymore. I, I, I mean, it can work if that's the model that you want to have. And but I think in general, no, it's not for that. 
I, I think that it doesn't work because or I think that it doesn't work here and now because we spend more time as individuals independently making decisions for ourselves, mm-hmm. both genders, right? Mm-hmm. And people are partnering much later. So we meet in our 20s, late 30s, or sorry, late 20s, early 30s. I've had five to 10 years of adulthood where I was making pretty much every decision for myself. I had some input from my family. I probably had some input from my friends, but for the most part, there was a lot of responsibility on me to navigate the course of my life. Mm -hmm. And all of those decisions came down to me. So where the model of a man makes all the decisions may have been, you know, the standard in the past, that was also a woman who hadn't had the opportunity to make decisions for herself. So she maybe never managed her own finances or maybe never had to navigate, you know, other decisions like where she's going to live, how she's going to live. But in the space that we're in now where both parties are coming from backgrounds where they've had significant amounts of independence and significant experience with decision-making, I think it's more challenging to make decisions as a couple. And I also think that it is less likely that the model of like the man just makes the decisions and tells you about the decisions afterwards is less likely that that will work. Yeah, I agree. I think in general that, that this is true. We have like most people, I don't even know if I can say most people, but I would say definitely a lot of people because, mm-hmm. you know, people still living at home at like 38 and shit. So um, a lot of people, adults, you know, dating long, long later, like you say, and, and, you know, they've had a significant amount of time, a significant amount of time in which they've only had to worry about themselves and they can just make decisions independently, whether mm-hmm. the, whether those decisions were good or bad. And then now to be like, but now you have to change that and have taken into account some other, someone else's, uh, input and someone else's opi- opinion into it. It it is not something that will happen naturally. No, and you know, as you're as we're starting to talk about this, I'm like, where would you even practice this skill? The only thing that I can think of is maybe if you have siblings and like your parents force y'all to come to an agreement on something, like the choices between you and your sibling and y'all have to you know work together to come up with something that y'all can present to your parents or whatever yeah but that's the only thing i can think of i think yeah i think that's the only time where the most common examples that you would use it in but that may may not necessarily be a good practice to bring into a relationship because people there's how people treat each other as siblings is you know it's not how you should be treating, you know, you know, your partner, and how y'all would be fighting and trying to figure out how things go. Because usually, nine times out of ten, nine times out of ten, your parents got to come in and kind of like set yeah. a tone. And but as an adult, there is no one who's going to be like, "Hey, you know what? Nobody getting it, or hey, this person get it, or whatever it may be." Y'all got to work it out yourselves. But if y'all can't work it out yourself, y'all just busy fighting. Nothing is going to get done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I'm thinking about the folks who like myself, spent a good majority of their life as only children. Mm. I never had to come to consensus with nobody. I did what the hell I wanted to, to share, do. Had, you ain't had to share nothing with nobody? No. Share. Yeah, yeah what is that? Well, that sounds very ghetto. I don't, I, mm-hmm. I'm not bad with sharing. I'm actually much better than I was probably a few years ago. And in terms of 
the equity of my sharing. I have never had a problem with expecting people to share with me. It was just the reverse of me sharing with them reverse, that I was reverse. like, this seems mm-hmm. incorrect. But yeah, like wh- I, where would I have had the opportunity to practice decision making and or decision making in general? Like when you are a child and so many decisions are made for you, mm-hmm. then you get out here and you like a baby all over again trying to figure out how to make decisions for yourself. You finally get to a place where you're like, okay, I got this. I know what to do. And then you're like, oh, I want a man. Oh, okay. Now you're going to have to reach consensus with this other person. You just figured out how to, you know, decide for yourself and what you want to do and how you want to navigate. And now you want to throw somebody else in the mix where you have to reach a consensus and like Mm -hmm. do things together. And I will say for us, we're pretty aligned. We usually want something like when it comes to food, we're usually like, okay, we both want this. Like, how'd you know that I wanted that? And then we can go about it. But even that small decision, if you have friction every time it was trying to choose where y'all wanted to eat. Like the, the stereotypical, like where you like asking, well, it's very stereotypical asking one where you want to eat and yeah. just like, I don't know. And then you try to come up with a bunch of like, okay, how about this? How about it? Like, no, 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 no. Yeah. I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want that. I don't want that. I was like, so you do know what you want to eat. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess, but I guess that's a, that's a this smaller example. Of, and I guess it, we would discuss like, what type of decisions do you think warrant? Like what decisions should be made together and which ones not necessarily should, but can be made separately. Mm-hmm. Like you can, you know, uh, elicit like your partner's like opinion or you know trying to get like what they think about it but it's not it's not necessarily necessary i i don't know what the if falls into like you can make a completely solo decision i think maybe day-to-day stuff like what i want to wear what time i wake up i don't need we don't have to reach consensus for that but i think larger life things like even career what i decide to do for a career is going to have an impact on us mm-hmm. on our relationship because it could change the availability that i have it could change the bandwidth that i have mm-hmm. like i could be very stressed like mm-hmm. all of those things are going to have an impact on us and so i would i hope that i i don't know inform you sounds I, w- I would hope that you would be supportive of the decision that I'm making, I guess, because if you're not supportive of the decision that I'm making, then that's going to cause additional mm-hmm. stress and strife. So I would say probably the very basic day to day decisions and things that are solely for you, I think are OK. So if I wanted to change something in my appearance or like. That's a. That's a what mm, I, I I agree. I kind of agree with it, but at the same time, it's like mm, appearance type stuff. I think that some of that stuff may require, let I me, mean, I'm not gonna say require, but may benefit from a consultation. <laughs> consultation, you know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. so, so for example, if some suddenly you decide, I want to put on thought wear and and go out and you know, go out and, and about, and I'm like. Mm. Mm. Now, my opinion may not change your decision to continue to do that, and or uh, wear the, those clothes. But if if 
if you find that I start giving you the cold shoulder or I feel Not I feel I feel shoulder. oh I feel a ways about you doing that that it is part I guess the consequence potentially like you got to live with the consequence because you know I mean I can't stop you from doing nothing but like don't be surprised if the response you get back from it is not something that you would like or would want that's fair so I think that's fair Mm because the decisions that I make are always going to have um some sort of reaction right even as a single person the decisions that you make you get reactions you can mm-hmm. get reactions from people on instagram through your friends from your family always when you do something somebody got something to say right That's they right. have an opinion about it and so i think what makes a difference in a partnership when that's why i guess i was saying the support is important because if you're not supportive of the solo decision that i make like you said there's going to be a reaction and that reaction can have a, a trick trickle down effect like a ripple effect in which there is some negative consequence on our relationship so mm-hmm. i think that is important to be mindful especially Absolutely. especially when the decision that you're going to make has an impact on the other person right and i i think that goes that was going to go into like what i was going to classify as things that maybe need will absolutely need to be discussed and agreed agreed upon like mm-hmm. together and i was saying like that, that, that's like jobs mm-hmm. uh where where you live mm-hmm. i think how you live like yeah. finances and mm-hmm. stuff finances is family mm-hmm. vacation yeah that's all on, on the lifestyle so like though i'm pretty i feel like there's a bunch of other shit that probably counts underneath this stuff that you gotta discuss with your partner so like but i i think that like you said, anything that will impact your partner definitely needs to be discussed. But if you're together with somebody, married, long-term partnership, live together, most things that you do will impact your partner in some some way. That's true. So, I mean, I guess fitness, mm-hmm. does that, is that something that needs to be discussed? Maybe in the sense of, like, if you're not doing enough of it, maybe if, like, it's causing your partner not to be attracted to you. That may, that may be something you discuss. But I don't think that's enough. To, that's a tough one. I don't think that's a tough one. What do you mean? I, I think because it, it, for me, it falls under health. So if you make a decision about your health that mm-hmm. I know is going to negatively impact you, it could shorten your the length of your life, the quality of your life. You make that decision if you want to by yourself, but because it's going to have an impact on me, like you said, there, there, I'm justified in having a reaction, reaction to repercussions. the decision that you make. Fair, I agree with that. And so I think because fitness falls under health, and that's why it is, bro. You die early because you've been eating flaming hot Cheetos and Taco Bell, uh-huh. and now the bathroom smells like death and destruction. <laughs> I have a reaction to that. That's real. That's very real. Yeah, so I mean, at at this point, I think most things would qualify for like something that would affect your partner in one way way or the other. And I guess maybe we just need to normalize, normalize that. The making decisions together as opposed to separately but that's a that that is a tough 
that's a tough thing to implement. I think a lot. I think that it's tough to implement because a lot more people prefer or are used to the individual decision-making model. Mm -hmm. And like I'm saying, like people get together later and later. You had too much time or not. You've had too much time. That's not a fair. You had more experience being an independent Mm -hmm. single person than you've had in a relationship. So it's hard. I, I would imagine to just automatically make that switch. I mean, how was it for you? How do you feel? What What was your experience like moving from I'm Brandon, I get to make all the decisions to myself to like I'm Brandon and I need to consider what Siandra is going to think or feel or how this is going to impact my relationship? That's a good question. I I think the, the largest shift or change was kind of just I had to add a plus one to everything. Hmm. So when I think, consider vacation, two paying tickets, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? You know, uh, I got to consider your time off. You know, I got to, you know, I, I got to consider, is this something that you want to do? Um, if only just to, I guess, see if this is something we can do together or if I, I have to figure out a way to make this like a solo thing or do with friends instead. Um Yeah, I mean, it hasn't been too much of an issue, I don't think, for me. I don't think this, no, it's only, hmm. yeah, but what I have found is that I, I'm still carrying the, I guess, the habit of thinking through and processing decisions inside my mind, like, to myself, and mm-hmm. not and not, like, maybe including you into it into after the fact so like i bring you like here's my conclusion this is what i have this is my plan this is what i want to do and i and i and i give it to you like already fully formed and with the idea of like in my mind i'm thinking poke holes into it agree or disagree but to for, for you it may be like yo when did, when did you decide <laughs> that this was what's, what was going to happen um so i i noticed that i do a lot of thinking and i guess kind of some some kind of decision making on like the path I want to take internally and just kind of bring you the the finished product so to speak and I think that may work for some people but some people it may not I but I also think it would just depend on what that decision is so I guess for this example when it was coming coming to like buying property or you know where we're going to live I think that would that would require like a conversation I need to be involved a little early on then you bringing me, okay, we're moving to this, this city. And I think it, it, it required me to be like, Hey, I'm thinking about me, you know, how do you feel about moving to somewhere? And then that's how the process starts instead of being like, yo, let's move here. Yeah. I, when, as I'm hearing you say that, it's making me think about the differences we learned about um, men and women's communication style. Right. Like when we read, dang, what's the name of the book? Babe? Attached? I, no. Deborah Tannen's book. Oh, you just don't understand? Yeah. And about how women speak in questions or like seek consensus. So when I present an idea to you or think about making a decision like with your car, Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I've been thinking about this. Or like, this just came to me. What do you think about this? Your presentation of an idea is, yeah, and then we'll do this. And I'm like, what the hell? How did we get to and then we'll do this? Where was the, where, I don't, like, I knew it, 
I don't think that you hide the idea. I think the idea is in the ether, but how we get from it being an idea to a concrete plan, I miss the whole middle part mm-hmm. when you're presenting something to me. And I think for me, I start with when it is an idea. Like, I can see how it becomes a plan, mm-hmm. but I present the idea first and then, like, you know? And then you we'll be like, oh, okay, like, if you're okay with this, this is the plan that I think would would work best to complement this idea that I had. Mm. I think what I've experienced with you is like idea. I'll tell you about this idea. You'll see this idea kind of floating around. Mm. Like even with the move to Houston, right? Like I had an idea that maybe I would want to move to Houston. And then it was like, Oh, okay. What would that look like? Mm-hmm. Or like, what would that plan be? And then we're, we're here. But I think you go idea and then plan. And then the middle part, I just, no, I think I it's all there. for me. It's all, intertwined the idea comes like we start so my idea comes with a plan and that plan is the idea Mm. as in like that's not so so i could say like okay i've been i've been thinking about moving to houston that's the that's the idea and the plan it could be houston or we can determine like nah we don't like houston we're thinking about it maybe it's a different city Mm. but i started off with the idea of like the first my first idea is like here's houston poke holes in it Maybe and then you'd be like, nah, I'm not really feeling Houston because X, Y, and Z. How about Dallas? How about Chicago? And then we'll talk about talk through that until we reach like, okay, so we agree. We're gonna do this city. Hmm. And that's just how I've done it. So like I said, the best example I give is like uh how we plan vacations and things of that nature so you know we'll throw we'll all throw out i'm thinking about being the boys we'll throw out like an idea like hey you know you want to do like a boys trip or something like that well, you know what 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 are you what are y'all i think i, I was thinking you know saying we're gonna do columbia and then you're like yeah we'll, we'll, we'll go through like okay that sounds cool or we might be like nah we've been going there too long too let's try something else okay how about brazil and he was like okay we could do brazil then we do some research ah them flights is too crazy nah we can't do that. how about how about dr and you're like eh, okay dr could work and then we, we Think about that, and somebody be like, "DR sounds cool, but how about mm-hmm. Costa Rica?" Okay, let's do some research. Then we have multiple ideas. What do you think? What's going to work best? You know, da da da. And then we are, we are go from there. And I think I bring that into a lot of myself. So, like, if I if I say so, if I tell you I have an idea about doing something, and you seem like you're amenable to it, that means you're saying the exact idea that I gave you, you agree with it. Mm. So I'm a, I'm gonna proceed as if th- that was that that's what we're gonna go go towards, unless some forward down the line you make an indication that something in that idea plan it's not gonna work for you, and then we'll make adjustments as we go along. So if I say, oh, I've been thinking about moving to Houston, and you be like, oh yeah, you know, I like you know that that sounds like a cool idea, like and and I, I like that, like I we, we can definitely make it happen. I'm like, bet. So I start making plans to make it to doing mm. Houston. And then like two months later, I'm like, bomb, what up? Like, uh, how about, like, uh, how I see it is we can make this, we can do this, this, and this. We can go visit. Then we can go, then we can move out on this day. And then you like, and then you might be like, whoa, what you mean? When we decide, I'm like, what? The implement, I like, I said the idea, you, you have no issues with it. So I, you know, proceeded forward with the plan. Here we go. So that's how I see it. Hmm. Yeah, I get that. Definitely a difference in process. Mm-hmm. 
in terms of like and i could see it i could see how you're talking about my fault um i see what you mean by the difference in communication style because you know the whole woman throw out an idea as if as for like the start to like discuss it yeah to like negotiate to the final Mm -hmm. idea to like go back and forth to the final idea and then once you decide on the idea then you move forward and like plan because as you were talking about like thinking about vacation with your friends i'm thinking about the last time i tried to coordinate something with my friends and how we had multiple conversations about a place and about who was going to do what as it relates to like creating Mm -hmm. the plan for the place and all of that took a while like Mm. it was like an idea oh we should do this and it was like yeah we should and then it was like okay well where would we want to go let's brainstorm someplace that we would want to go as we're brainstorming like let's look at what the cost would be in these places if that doesn't work then let's choose this place and now let's Mm -hmm. plan according to this place but to get to the like to get from an idea of like this is something that we should do to a concrete idea of like this is something that that we should do. This is when we will do it. These mm-hmm. are the places that we're thinking of. Took multiple conversation, mm. and then the plan was like, okay, each person has this assigned role. This is what they're gonna do, and then that's it. Okay, I hear that. Yeah, I mean, I, it's not too dissimilar from no. like our process. You know, sometimes we have ideas, and then it just doesn't really go anywhere. Or, you know, we think we got an idea, then somebody, you know, then it doesn't work through for somebody, and then we just be like, fuck it, and we just ain't, we just ain't gonna do it. Uh, but I think generally, well, we, at least we, what we've come to realize these last couple of years is that if you have a plan, we need to go ahead and just, we need to bang that out immediately. So it's like, hey, so we make the plan, and the plan is good regardless of the timing of it, so to speak. So it's like, this is what we're gonna do, we we just need to find a time that we all can do it mm. in. So we so we we all agree that we want to go to I don't know Brazil, and obviously the timing may may work differently based off like our availability and things of that nature. But we was like, okay, cool, we're going to go to Brazil regardless. Mm. So let let's just bang out, you know, a time that everyone can be available to to do it, and then we just implement it there. Is that because sometimes. If somebody like falls out because like they get busy, it might fuck up the whole trip. And he was like, "All right, cool. Like you can't make it on this date, bet. Let's let's get hit, go back to the drawing board and try to figure out when like a better time that we can all can make it happen because this trip is need to, need to happen. Whether, whether it happens in twenty twenty three or twenty twenty four, it's gonna go. It's gonna mm-hmm. happen." Hmm. That makes me think that they're about like the importance of being flexible mm-hmm. when it comes to decision making and like how important that is in terms of the process of making a decision so when you think about flexibility when it comes to making decisions is there ever a time where you shouldn't be flexible mm. i guess it would I'm sure, yeah, there definitely are times when you probably shouldn't be flexible. And then I think that that will be entirely dependent on each person's sense of, like, I don't know, propri- propriety or whatever the morals is, whatever the, the decision-making process is. So if, like, if you are completely tied down to a specific city, like you tied down to 
Atlanta and all your family and all your friends and all your job is tied there and you don't see yourself moving out of it, I'm pretty sure that you won't like it if you move for your partner somewhere across the country. Like mm-hmm. that's, So that may be something where, you know, uh, you may be inflexible. You know, you want, you want kids, but your partner don't. That may be something that you shouldn't be flexible on. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's definitely plenty of things that, that you shouldn't be flexible, but those are the, I would think are the things that align with your values. Yeah. Very, very value-based decision-making. That's fair. I agree with that. And those things should be in the minority. Mm-hmm. Especially and, if you've made, one of the most important decisions that you're going to make is who you decide to have as your partner. Yeah. So when that That's first facts. decision, you save yourself from potential future friction and or potential future inflexibility because something you know, if your major values are aligned, there shouldn't be any way that you would have to like, you know, mm-hmm. overly compromise or have to be flexible about something that right. violates a boundary for you. Agreed. So if you don't want to leave Atlanta, it would make sense that you, you know, choose a partner who also doesn't want to leave Atlanta and or it doesn't care one way or the other. And mm-hmm. it's like, I'll stay here. The only reason I maybe consider leaving is I get some baller ass job uh, offer out the, out the blue and it has to be baller enough for you to be like, hey. Maybe we can make this happen. Yeah. Uh, so, and then obviously, well, not obviously, but also maybe things that you notice becoming like a repetitive pattern. So like example could be the vacation idea. Okay. So I'm trying to go on a trip with y'all. And every time some shit is happening, you always backing out at the last second, you know what I'm saying? Everything seems to be sweet. And the last second you, you back out or your schedule keep changing and, I keep, we keep trying to be flexible and it just keeps not working. At, so at that point, I'm just going to be like, yo, I'm just going to plan a trip as if you're not going to be there. If, mm. you can, if you can be there, feel free to join us. If not, I, we're proceeding because we ain't got time to be going this, on this back and forth shit. I want to go on, you know, I'm trying to go on, on a trip. We're trying to, you know, we want to be flexible for your shit, but hey, it is what it is. And I don't think that's a large, uh, ask or or like like you being you being a you wilding for one for wanted to do that so I, i'm thinking that maybe that's one of the few things that you can be i guess inflexible with i guess uh which yeah like i said i don't think it's a bad thing no i agree with you i don't think that's a bad thing either i think that makes a lot of sense if you are in the same way that we were talking about earlier like if a decision that you make has a negative impact on the other person mm-hmm. or the other parties you can't be mad about the reaction mm-hmm. that they have or the response that they have to that decision even if it, i mean the again the first decision you made was your career can you control you know what the day-to-day looks like no but if you made the decision for this career you gotta eat that yeah this is this is the response that you get or this is the um oops this is what happens as a result of that yeah, because you know this was part of the deal. This is what you this is what you signed up for. Mm-hmm. It's like you want to be a you want to be you know in the army, but you, you you hate getting shot at. I'm like my nigga, this is part of the deal. We at war, my boy. Mm-hmm. Your relationship is really a group project. As I was sitting here thinking about it, you know how in a group project, y'all got to come to a consensus. Y'all got to say what what the idea is, what y'all are gonna do, and what each person's role is. Mm-hmm. That's this. That's what this decision making process is like. Yeah, and. Also, as you're saying that, I'm I'm remembering to all the group projects I had. And every group project is always that one person who ain't really trying to do shit. They're just trying to show up at the end and put their name on it. You feel yeah. me? 
So don't be that person. Yeah, don't be that person. Don't be that person. And, and it's also people in the group who trying to be a gunner who wants to do like damn near everything. Mm-hmm. Trying to take control. Yeah, and, and I'd be like, you got it, buddy. You got to be. You, are you want to do all that? Go ahead. By all means, I, I, don't, give, I don't give a damn about none of this. <laughs> I'm just I'm just here to so get my grade. Yeah, I'm just here so I can graduate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess don't be that person either. No, because neither of those people are helpful mm-hmm. for the overall group's success. I mean, I think that what they think they're doing is helpful in terms of the person who's trying to be in control of everything. They think that they're being helpful. They think that they are, you know, ensuring the success of the group. And then the person who's not doing anything is like, I don't, I want to be successful, but not right. <laughs> at any cost to myself or not because of any effort yeah. that I directly contribute. So I, I think neither of those people are helpful when it comes to decision-making in a group and taking on either of those stances in a relationship when it's time to make a decision is not helpful. The only way that I can think of it, well, even then that's not helpful. The person who sits back and doesn't do anything but wants to grade, maybe that's what it looks like for a solo decision, right? Like you're a consultant, so you get to say something, but you you don't necessarily have to do anything, but also then you're not necessarily being supportive. Yes, this is a decision that I made, but if it's something that I made and I consulted you about it, Mm -hmm. I would hope that you would be supportive in whatever way. That you can? Yeah, in whatever way that you can. Nothing is not support. Maybe the way they can is to take a step to the side and let you, you know, let you go. Like, let you go in the sense of do the work. Mm. Because I I ain't got nothing to contribute. I I got your back, rah, rah, rah. Yeah, you can do it, honey. If that's what support looks like and if that's yeah. the support that I need, but if I need something else. Yeah, you got to give it. You're right pull about up that. On me. You're right. So that being said, how, when do you think it is an appropriate time to, I guess, start making those decisions or start talking about making those decisions within, the, you know, start making those couple decisions, those eyes turning into weeds? Mm, that's a good question a part of me says you definitely definitely have to start making joint decisions by the time that you live together because Mm -hmm. again the day-to-day is going to affect you because you're here you know making that decision to live together and where we're going to live all those things have to be joint decisions it can't be something that just one party suggest Mm -hmm. and the other person you know accommodates and just acquiesces to so i definitely think that that is the last starting point but prior to that i think once you start to see a future with the person that you're with and you decide that you want them to be a part of your future you need to consider them and the decisions that you're making yeah yeah consider them as part if if you see a future with them you got to make decisions as if they're going to be there with you yeah because it, it it i don't see it working any other way yeah the only way it'll work if you on some ultra conservative type relationship, like you know, one person is like, you know, I'm moving wherever you move because you're the one who's going to be paying for everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the only thing, and obviously that that can go for men or women. But you know. sounds relatively simple. Sounds relatively simple. Yeah, I was gonna say sounds mm-hmm. is the key word there. Simple, simple, not easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unfortunately, I feel like a lot of people still struggle with that. With what? Making group decisions or like 
making decisions by maybe not committee, but just consensus? I think for on the woman's side, I think that that is under the umbrella of being submissive. And because being submissive has a negative rap, mm. I don't think that that many people are pro that, especially when it feels like a decision that is, this ain't got nothing to do with him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, if, why am I asking? Think about the, the thing of like the people who I'm trying to think of an example that I've seen in popular culture, but like, let me check in with my wife first or like, let me check in with my husband first. Mm -hmm. That to people outside of that relationship seems submissive. But to me, that's reflective of joint decision-making and mm -hmm. of being responsible and accountable for the other person's feelings. I can't just bring you to my house without consulting the other person that lives there. That's rude. Big fact. You're right about that. Yeah, it's like, hey, are you trying to come over? All right, bet. Let me, let me call my girl up. Let me see, make sure she ain't walking butt naked through the house right yeah. now. Or, you know, she has other reasons that today may not be uh, a good time. Even though, you know, in your mind, you may, you might already know everything and you feel like this is a good time to do it. It's always good to like touch base. And say, hey, I, I'm planning on bringing it. Blah, blah, blah. You never know. It might be some some shit, some emergency that happened between then and then to that may have may have an impact on that decision. And I guess hearing that it also makes me think of how important communication and respect are, because I do think that that would be disrespectful if you just showed up with somebody who we did not agree that we wanted to have in our shared space. That's facts. I mean, it had to be, at the very least, like, I couldn't get a text. I couldn't get, like, a, a quick phone call. Like, hey, we on the way. I got blah, blah, blah with me. Put some clothes on if you're naked or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess the, another, I don't know if it's, this kind of relates to decision-making or anything, but I do, uh, the thought came to me about uh, bank accounts. Mm -hmm. as a couple so like do like uh separate do you have separate checking account or separate accounts for everyone in the in the in the household i guess or do you put it all in one pool is it do or do if you have separate accounts and you have one account that's like shared for like house stuff and things of that nature do is it wrong if you do whatever the fuck you want without consultation with the money that's your money as long as it's not impacting the house money, you know, so I got my own personal account. I, I technically, I should be able to do whatever the fuck I want with it without, I ain't got to tell you. I ain't got to talk to you about it. or nothing like that. Do you agree with that? I think so. As long as it's not the money that we need to have to be able to live mm -hmm. is in that other account. So mm -hmm. what the money that you have really is your money to do with what you please. It's basically an allowance. Like you do with it, what you want mm -hmm. to do with it. And fine by me i don't really care what you do as long as again it doesn't have a negative impact on us and if it is a larger person purchase excuse me i would hope that you would consult me like if it's something that's gonna ruin your credit or you know have a major impact on your credit i kind of want to know i kind of want to hear about that because it still has an impact on me at the end of the day when it comes to like our ability to purchase property mm -hmm. if we do anything if we're going to file jointly in Just the future, like debts and things of that yeah, nature. I need to know what's going on mm -hmm. in your pocket. Cause then you die. And I'm like, dang, I'm finna cash out and like, life nope. insurance. And then it's like, no, all that man. gone. Pay off his debts that he had on the side that you didn't know about. Yeah. I'm like, bro. Oh, 
you set me up. You set me up. Or, or maybe it's the reverse. You thinking, damn, this motherfucker died and we were struggling. And then you go, you go there, then you better get debt. Turns out this motherfucker had millions. Yeah. He got, he got, he had an inheritance or something like that. He didn't tell you, mm. you know what I'm saying? He didn't tell you, oh yeah, I only got, I only got about 10,000. He got 10 million. Mm, I don't like that. Or either. she got 10 million. Communication and respect. Why you don't respect me enough to tell me the whole truth? And why are you not communicating the whole truth? That's real. Good point. But I'm just saying that, that that is an argument I've seen being made. Like, you know, like my account, what's going on on my shit? I ain't got to tell you nothing. I ain't got to tell you how, about how much money I got. I think I saw, it was it a story? Heard a story. I'm not sure if you heard it as well, if you were with me. Um, it's like a, they were married. The guy was taking care of all the bills. She had her own job, her own money, making good money. She was like, she and she had like her own business. She was making like six figures, like just stacking money. And stacking money, she wasn't making no kind of contributions or nothing, nothing like that. Um, and then, oh yeah, it was like her, but the husband didn't know. Mm-hmm. Like she, like she, he didn't know how successful she was. Like she had like a photography business or something like that. And the reason, the way she found out was like the dude's friend worked at the bank. That so she, so he, he happened to see her account. And then he brought up in in like at a party or get together like dang I'm saying you no, out I'm here balling. yeah you balling your girl out here making you know just got you know made you know two hundred thousand and my husband like excuse me what <laughs> and then, and then she asked a question like yo is this his business like is this my husband's business like does he is this something I need to tell him about like should he know or 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 care about the fact that I got my money because he never asked me to contribute I never had to so I'm just been getting money and doing relatively really well within her own personal uh, home personal business. So she's like, am I, am I wrong if I feel like what I got in my account is not his business? For me, I don't think my response is not necessarily based off of right or wrong. Mm -hmm. More so what are y'all's financial goals? And if, if you are in a space where you're, financial goals are separate like you are saving that money for mm-hmm. something well i guess that is still like a right or wrong but i don't i, don't, I wouldn't do that i wouldn't do that because if be i'm making mad. a whole bunch of money i'd be mad as shit i'd be mad as shit that you didn't tell me and yeah. I, and like i was gonna plan on spending your money but i was like I, but because i think the understanding was like he maybe had he maybe he either underestimated or maybe she was downplaying how successful she was so it's like he was like i'm making enough money to you know so it's, it's like I'm making, I don't know, 150 and that's enough. I, you know, we got to take care of both of us. And I know you have, you know, you have like a, a passion for photography or you got a passion for this little thing. And I know you kind of, you know, you do gigs here and there. So in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, you, you know, you make it maybe you know, uh, $20 an hour type, you know, you maybe you getting a $1,200 check every couple of weeks or something like that. You know, it's enough to just to play around with nothing too serious. So I'm going a lot of that going up my life. And then like, you know, years later, I turn, it turns out that, yeah, you've been making six figures this whole time. And you wouldn't say nothing. You you know what I'm saying? You made you you made no indication that you you're here racking up and I'm like, so how what is he supposed to feel? And the fact is that you not only did you not tell me, I had to find out yeah, from somebody else. Third like you see a second hand in a public setting. And mm-hmm. I and, and I got caught off guard. Mm-hmm. So I gotta act like and every now everyone know I got caught off guard. And now they're like, ooh, she hiding shit from you, she hiding money from you. Yeah, I don't I don't think that that communicates trust. I don't think that that shows trust in our relationship if I'm hiding money mm-hmm. or not communicating how much money I'm earning. Mm-hmm. And also you like expensive shit. And so if I had all that money, 
I think the quality of my gifts would change, and that alone would be like, yeah, we doing design. I'm like, excuse me. All right, cool. Like everything on you. I keep I keep maintaining the same bills, but every time you're on vacation, it's on you. Oh. And and we riding business or better, <laughs> business or better. Your money is the we invest in all your money. Uh, my mm-hmm. money is tied up in our necessities and the other things that I'm already paying for. Okay, I we'll keep that. But your money, we putting your money to work. Ain't you ain't finna keep this here. And then nah. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think different jokes for different folks. So yeah. that that model works for them, which it didn't work for him. Clearly, it was working for her because she was reaping some benefits in terms of being able to secure additional money and not, you mm. know, disclose that. But I don't understand how I, 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 I no, I couldn't see it. There's no way you can keep your, to me at least, keep your finances that separate. What do they do when taxes come? Like, I don't think that I should have access to your tax returns, but I feel like I'm entitled to know how much money you make. Yeah, but I I think each person is entitled to knowing, at least ballpark figure, like, of how much money you make and then, like, any debt that you have, any major payments that you're making that you need. Excuse me, just because it, it will affect decision making. Yeah, you want to go on vacation and I can't afford to go on vacation. Yeah. And you like, why can't you afford it? I yeah. thought you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm here stressing, trying to, you know, work overtime or, or just f- like feeling like shit because I can't provide you the lifestyle, you know, that we both want to be able to be able to have. And, and the whole time you out here making guapo that you could have had gave us a lifestyle that we, we both wanted without my money being put into it. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm here feeling like boo-boo the fool. And I'm thinking, oh, she planning on leaving me. This is her. To my my squirreled away money because I got something set up already type shit like oh you plan on getting divorced but at the same time I won't have that if that was true what come on now wow ain't no way good thing we got a prenup yeah if we had a prenup you're not getting half of nothing well, well it depends it, it, it on depends, what the depends on, said. Yeah, it depends on what we decided yeah, decided in the prenup. And it has to make sense. Ain't no way you're gonna. Be, I don't. Ain't no way a lawyer's gonna let you write a prenup where one partner don't get shit from nothing. Like you gonna get what you came in with, and that's it. I don't think that's gonna be. I mean, some people do agree to that. I'm sure they do, but I feel like those are ones that are easily thrown out mm. when it comes to when it comes time to it. Because. Mm. Lawyers throw out, not lawyers, uh, judges throw out that shit all the time. But I, we're getting we're getting a little bit off topic. But communication, and I think, in the sense of uh, relationships, it is imperative that the communication and decision making regarding like finances, where you stay, what where you're gonna live, job job opportunities, family, where you're gonna bring them up at, you know, things like vacations, things like that. Those are those are very very important. Religion. Like those are the things that need to be had like together. Mm-hmm. Um and then decisions with kids. So it's like the school the kids go to. Mm-hmm. Uh because I'm I'm thinking more of a I guess from at, at from this point I'm thinking more from a if you are a separated type situation, but or if you're coming from a fam uh in a racial or blended family where like like maybe like a, a Christian married a Jewish person or or interfaith. Yeah, yeah, inter interfaith. I never heard that that phrase before, but I like it. Yeah, so it's like, how are we going to figure out 
that part of it. Mm-hmm. Like, like, are they going to temple and they going to church? And I, that's a lot of people on the kid. Like, damn, they want to do. I got to go. I got to go to church on Saturday and Sunday. Come on, son. Uh, When's my me die? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, all those things are decisions need to be made together on that one. Or if not been made together, I just think that both parties need to be aware. You know what I'm saying? They need to be updated. You know what I'm saying? Like if someone comes comes up to me and asks, you know, what your finances looking like? Or, you know, like can you can you make an accurate estimation of the household stuff, income, income and things like that in order to make an, an informed decision? Can you give me a bare, a bare minimum ballpark, you know, idea? Can you make a decision based off that, the information that you do have? And if you make a decision thinking off of the information that you think you have and it turns out that you wrong because you not you don't have the full picture that's not going to do either one of you good yeah you got some debts you got all this money squared away like come on now all right girl pay off my debt what's up with you our debts our debts mm-hmm. we bought this house blah, blah, blah. you got you could have paid this house off cash or if not paid a house off cash, you could have used your money. We could have bought three properties mm-hmm. and can get it can and getting some money off the other properties to help. You know what I mean? So like you shoot, we shooting ourselves in the foot here. And we should be working together. We're working together. She the person on the group project who like, just put my name on it. Yep. Cause I got this other shit going on over here. Yeah. I'm busy with other things. Mm-hmm. So that being said, how you feel? I feel good. You ready for final food for thought? Final food for thought. FFT. No, no. FFT. Yeah, triple FT. <laughs> triple FT. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Maft is. <laughs> it's your. Mm-hmm. It is, I guess. When, what, I guess, consider when was the last time you made a decision? solo that could have benefited and or should have been made together or with it, like your partner what are your beliefs and I guess thoughts around this decision like what has what have been your examples growing up when it comes to like decision making from people who are in a partnership or marriage like your parents what is that what, what is the model that you you know, that you came up on, you know, what did you see growing up? Cause I thought that is the model that you're, that you are following now. If only subconsciously, mm-hmm. I'm sure it's possible that you may have recognized that in the past and you, you know, done the work and to get out of that. But odds are it, it's probably slipping in some way, one way or the, or the other. So I just want you to kind of think about that. I, and I know from people who grew up on some like immigrant shit, like, you know, so if you're Asian, I know it's very patriarchal. Like, mom, mom was just like, for you, might, how you might have seen it, might have been like, dad, dad said it, mom made it happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, or the Latino side, or, you know, everyone's, I don't know. I don't know. But I do know that for black people, it was very matriarchal. So maybe you saw mom say, mom or grandma say this, the family move. How is that? How is that working out for you now within your relationship? Are you kind of sitting, taking a step back and kind of letting your your woman kind of make all the decisions or something like that? I don't know. I'm just saying, think about it, look at it, tell me what you, what, what you come up with, and if that's the model that you want to have with your family. Good questions, babe. My 
is hmm. Hmm. I think my final food for thought is really based in like the communication, trust and respect that have to go along with decision making. I think that we hear that all the time as important parts of a relationship. And we think that that just contributes to good feelings and like being able to do the hard work of relationships and stuff like that. But it doesn't become hard work unless you don't have those things. Like it's challenging sometimes to to learn things about yourself and become more self-aware and, you know, maybe find out some things about yourself that you don't like. But it's less hard work when you have those kind of things as your foundation. If you can communicate pretty effectively, you Mm -hmm. respect the person that you're with and you trust that they have your best interest at heart, decision making becomes significantly more easy Mm -hmm. because you don't have to you know second guess yourself or Mm, withhold information or feel like you're not being told the whole truth Mm -hmm. or question whether or not this person has your best interest at heart so i think when it comes to decision making you know if you can communicate effectively if you trust the person that you're with and that you can respect that the decision that they're making really is a good solid decision then go y'all should be fine yeah, and it makes it makes conflict much easier to work through. Mm-hmm. It doesn't become a like a protracted, protracted. I think that's the right word. Uh, battle over weeks. It yeah, can be, be, might be something you can squash within a day or two, or hours, mm-hmm. or minutes. Yeah, or you may realize this is not even something that needs to be a thing. So yeah, okay, we good. We're great. All right, y'all. Appreciate y'all tuning in to another episode of the Buffet Podcast with Brandon and Sandra. Thanks for tuning in and listen to these messages. Make sure to check us out every Monday, wherever you listen to podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, all that good stuff. Make sure to subscribe, listen, and rate. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell their cousin, auntie, mama grandma granddaughter's son work that out <laughs> tell them what they can follow us at Sandra. math problems alright if you have a question you want us to discuss on the podcast send us an email at thebuffetpod at gmail.com and we just might shout you out follow us on instagram at thebuffetpod all one word thank you for listening learning and laughing with us this has been the buffet where we give you endless food for thought We out.